We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of... Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 256. On this episode, we've got a little news, and then we'll be talking about uh, networks playing episodes out of order, uh, and then the season finale of Benched, the series premiere of Gallivant, and uh, then also recent episodes of Ground Floor, The Librarians, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 256. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com, and this week I have joining me... Jenny from tvismypacifier.com. And Kyle Nolan from noreruns.net. Uh, thank you both for joining me for the first uh, the first TV Times 3 of 2015. Thanks for having us. Yeah, woohoo! Yes. <laughs> new right. year! That's right, new year, new TV, yeah. like... The They're... floodgates are about to open. Oh, my word. The schedule this week is crazy. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's, it seems to uh, have the the sort of Christmas, you know, New Year's uh, sort of hiatus seems to have shrunk to literally just the two weeks <laughs> of Christmas and New Year's. Because uh, as of last night, there was, you know, CBS and ABC and Fox were all – all had new stuff back again, and yep. uh, you know NBC had uh, was premiered uh, The Apprentice and all kinds of uh, all kinds of stuff, and it's just uh, you know there were a handful of things that were playing over the last two or three weeks, some of which we're we'll be talking about later, but uh, it's just all of a sudden you're just like. Uh, Wow, that two weeks of trying to catch up on stuff I was behind on. <laughs> I did manage to catch up on three and a half seasons of Mad Men, finally. <laughs> three and a half years. Or four I, like years. That, I like that you caught up on a show that is not coming back yeah. this week. Yes. I know if I didn't catch up then, I will never catch up before it comes back for those final seven episodes. So. The question is, yeah, but... is, did you watch Mad Men at time and a half? Of course. How am I supposed to watch three and a half seasons at normal person speed? It's amazing how fast those pitches go. Yes. So the so the show wasn't quite a slog for you. Than, uh... No, it wasn't. It was actually better. I actually enjoyed it way more watching it as like a marathon than I was like when I was watching it week to week. I want, I just... do that with a lot of shows. Yeah, it's, uh, that, that's what I've been doing the last. Uh, I mean. I caught up, I caught up with the Good Wife. Caught up with Madam Secretary. Uh, I caught up with How to Get Away with Murder. I'm almost caught up with Scandal. There were just like a a, a handful of shows that, for whatever reason, I I got to like six, seven episodes, you know, five, six, seven episodes behind, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, the Good Wife comes back on the fourth. <laughs> I, need to, I need to watch these so I can. Not keep falling farther and farther behind. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's what I've done the last two <laughs> two weeks. It's uh, it was kind of nice to see the you know the main DVR down in the thirty percent. Mine's still eighty something. I should have watched stuff off the DVR, but I was catching up on that and a bunch of movies. Uh, you are, you are going to be so in trouble soon. I know. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's uh, that's enough of that. 
<laughs> Although you can always uh, write in and tell us, you know, what shows do you catch up on over the over the Christmas break, and you know, what show are you most looking forward to? Uh, it's return here, you know, not just not just stuff returning that you know from the fall with new episodes. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's about to start up, you know, yeah. like, like Justified and and things like that that are all, uh, you know, that are all about to play completely new seasons of stuff and uh, so much TV. Uh, well, now we'll move on to the news. And speaking of so much TV, you know, every once in a while there's there's news of TV going away. And in this case, uh, Amazon has decided not to go forward with the after. So something that was coming is no longer coming. So that's one thing I can check off my list. <laughs> yeah, well, I that's a look, shame because the cast the looked really good. Yeah, I was really looking – that was my favorite of that batch, and I'm so disappointed that they're not making that. <laughs> and it seems like a series order it seems to no longer be like a series order anymore. Like it's no guarantee like just because they say they ordered – Anyone can do uh, take backs anytime. Yeah, yeah, that's well, it makes right. you wonder. Makes you wonder what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah, because the story no? that came out is just we've decided. Uh, you know, we'd like to thank the cast, who was great, but uh, we're not. Uh, you know, we're not going yeah. forward with this anymore. And you're just like, but what? You know, what <laughs> happened? Like, how far into like production were you? Because this is one of those shows that they picked up in that group from back like last February or something right. like that. And uh, so it's, you know, it's been like nine, 10 months uh, of after they or you know, like nine months after they said they were going to take it to series. You're like, what's been going on in that nine months? Had they filmed anything? Had they, had they written scripts and they were, you know, just getting ready to film and they are looking at it going, yeah, this is not, as what we thought you know, it was going to be like, uh, you know, or, you know, did they have some filmed and, and they did that just very, uh, very strange. Cause it just, uh, you know, if you're going to, in this day and age, if you're going to cancel something, just say why, you know, yeah. don't, don't leave everybody out to speculate about <laughs> you know, why, why you decided not to just, uh, you know, just say, you know, it wasn't heading in the right direction or it wasn't, uh, you know, what you thought it was going to be when you when you picked it up uh, or it was, you know, it was going to be way more expensive to make than, than we wanted to do. Or blame well, the, way, that the way things are leaked nowadays, it wouldn't surprise me if we do find out, yeah. you know, <laughs> at some point in the near future. Well, it's also weird because they were it was Amazon made a presentation at the summer TCA and it was, you know, it was part of the upcoming series and they did a panel for it. And, and so, you know, there's a, there was a lot of stuff pointing <laughs> towards of, of the coming series to all of a sudden here in the time frame where it seems like, you know, they never gave a specific time, but it seemed like in the first half of the year was when it was, was going to be scheduled to play. And uh, and now it's not. <laughs> uh, yes, so so that's that uh, with the with the after. So if you were if you were looking forward to uh, that, well, you'll always have that one episode <laughs> with a big mystery at the end, yes, right? <laughs> Maybe the least tell people what they were planning with that, but I doubt. It. Uh, yeah, I doubt we're going to be that lucky. <laughs> uh, 
And uh, secondly, uh, news-wise, uh, Stars has renewed uh, The Missing for a second season, uh, which uh, is another show. Another one. Of, well, it's another one of those <laughs> anthology shows. It's going oh, is that be, one an anthology? It's a different. It'll oh, a different case. It'll next follow time. a different okay. case uh, ah. about somebody that was missing <laughs> uh, in the in the second season. So you, for people that watched it, uh, it seems to have. You know, people seem to have liked it or thought that it was pretty good. Uh, I didn't get a chance to to watch it, but I do. In some of these cases, uh, I I kind of like the anthology series idea in that sometimes uh, you have a good idea for something, but it really is only like a season. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Like you could tell, you know like a, you could tell, like a really good story in in like you know, it's sort of you know, um, almost like a you know mini series type format where you have like eight, ten, twelve episodes. I think this was eight uh, or something like that. Uh, and so I, you know, I like that idea where if you like these types of stories, you're going to get, you know, a deep engrossing story, but you're also going to get a conclusion uh, right. to that, uh, to that story. But if you liked it, you're going to get something similar to it in the next season. I mean, I get some, uh, you know, some things where you get attached to certain characters and stuff like that. So maybe, but it's like, how long can you go on with There's certain types of storylines that you just like, you couldn't tell a story like this, that's taking place in the past and the present and just keep going. Like, like after a while, you're just like, you're either going to find them or you're not. It's just like, it's, you know, it's just getting, you know, kind of ridiculous. So if you, if you like the actors that much, you can always do like an American horror story type of thing where you just bring back the same actors and throw them in different roles. Yeah. That gets, uh, yeah, that gets you around that, uh, you know, using the, you know, using the same cast, uh, to do, to do stuff that, uh, that seems to be working for, for American Horror Story and for people that like that. So that'll do it for the news. Only a, only a couple things from over the last couple of weeks, and one of them's from today. You know, so uh, <laughs> we'll move on to the the next thing. A little bit, uh, a small topic, just something that uh, something I wanted to talk about, just because it bothers me, is the playing of, you know, networks playing episodes out of order. Ugh. It's uh, it's it's kind of annoying in in some circumstances I get the idea behind it especially with a comedy is they in a comedy if around episode 7 or 8 they actually started to figure things out and it started to be good then I get wanting to play those episodes now while you're trying to you know in the initial rush of trying to get people to sample your show but if you have some sort of a drama that has some sort of an ongoing story, <laughs> some sort of serialization to it, uh, then playing episodes out of order just because the show got better <laughs> later on is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yet I still kind of get it. I mean, I, I see what they're trying to do. I just think it's a really bad way <laughs> to go about doing well, so. As a, as a viewer, it sucks. It may make so, sense. Yeah, you're one of the people that tried it out from the beginning. Then it just screws with you. You know, yeah. you're screwing with the people 
that have already decided to try and watch your show while trying to get new people to watch your show. But would they have decided to watch your show had you aired it in order? Is the big question. <laughs> well, for but for a lot of cases, they still air the pilot, even if that's like the worst episode of the show. Like seriously, if a selfie would still be on the air if they would have aired a different episode as the pilot. And I, I see. I I really enjoyed it. You're, I don't understand what people didn't like about it. But. I think there's 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 various things, especially that first opening scene and stuff like that, that are completely off-putting to uh, a lot of people. And so, but you can see two or three episodes in, they tone some of that down. Uh, they they go, you know, they start to there, you know, there starts to show signs that there's something there. And uh, I think, you know, well, I think the title didn't help either, but there's just, uh, there's shows that, uh, it, it makes no sense to air. Like <laughs> if you think that the first few episodes are not good, I know that you've paid for them, but if playing them is going to guarantee <laughs> that your show is going to, sometimes maybe you ought to just eat the cost on a terrible pilot and, and start someplace else. But and not air that pilot later as episode six you know, or something. <laughs> right, Call it yeah. like the lost season <laughs> and air it like yeah. afterwards or something. Just it's a DVD extra. Here's what, <laughs> the, uh, here's what the pilot would have been. I think a problem um, with not airing the pilot of something is that a lot of times in the pilot they take special care to introduce each of the characters and and all that. And so I think – I think a lot of times they're worried if they don't play that, then all of a sudden you're dropped into this this storyline, this this cast of of characters, and you're not exactly sure. Well, who's that? And who are these people? And what are that? Why are they doing that? And I mean, that's just my guess. Well, in some respects, maybe, but there's also a thing in TV that uh, you pretty that. A lot of times they pretty much repeat the pilot for the first <laughs> two or three that. episodes. Yeah. yeah. And so just in case they've, you know, so they can continue to try and introduce to new people. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes you can, you know, you could change around, a, you know, something else that's a little bit better to, you know, add something into to make up for some of that if uh, if it does. Because sometimes when they do play <laughs> something else as the pilot. And they do draw from episode five or six or seven and decide to put that as the pilot. Then you do run into that. Uh, I, I'm right. not sure that's that's not necessarily a good idea because then you're it's like, yeah, this episode's funny. Except I have no idea who all but like this one person is really. Or, right. Right. Or what the overall uh, situation is going on. But the thing that really got this on my <laughs> that got me talking about this or thinking about this is. TNT has been playing the transporter or transporter of the series. And I had re you know, I, it's one of those things that the DVR was recording. And, uh, finally I was just like, Oh, I'll check this out and see if I want to keep it or, or not. And so I started <laughs> watching and, you know, it's, it's a fun, you know, enough series. It's got, you know, action, some car chases, fight scenes. It's, it's basically like a, you know, a 45 minute, uh, you know, B level bond movie you know, from, from week to week, you know, right. uh, he gets into some situation and, you know, 
he gets the girl at the end <laughs> or in the middle or somewhere along the way. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's like an old, you know, it's like a, a cheaply made sort of like bond movie. And so, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of fun, but there is a small serial serialization of the episodes. There is a story, there is a, a story going through that culminates in the season finale, but TNT's played the first season out of order. And I'm like, why would you? And when you basically burn the first season off <laughs> two episodes a week, you know, starting in November, basically to get to the second season, why, why would you just play them randomly? It makes no sense. Why, why, why do that? But then looking to f- find out, I thought I found out what the order was, or, you know, I saw something that was a different order than what TNT was playing it, but it turned out uh, that listing was also out of order, but just in a different way. And so looking into it a little bit, it turns out that when it originally aired in Germany, they played it in a certain order, but not in what seems to be the correct order. Then when it played in France, it played in a different order. Oh, jeez. Then when it played in Canada, it played in what people seem to consider the most correct order. Like if you <laughs> if you watch it in that order, the way that it aired in Canada, you you have that the you know the the ongoing storyline that's happening in the you know along the way seems to play out in the you know most correct. Uh, but the thing that got me was I ended up watching the first season, and when I was watching episode 11, I was like, man, this sure seems more like a season finale. This is – it's gone – you know, things are much bigger. Things are exploding. And – but then there was a, another episode. You know, <laughs> and, so, and so I was like, okay. And so when season two started, I went looking for those episodes like where – how did they air? And from what I can find, what the most correct, because they've aired in various orders around the world as well, uh, which <laughs> just makes no sense to me, uh, especially especially for TNT. If you're TNT and you've bought the rights to air this in the U.S. and then you're just basically playing them on Saturday nights at 10 o'clock, what is the purpose of just randomly putting them out there? I don't understand. It makes no sense. And why so, do they even? Well, if they're burning enough on Saturday nights, why did they even buy it to begin with? Well, like, yeah. what was the point? Yeah, I don't know. Well, because th- they burnt two episodes. You know, they did two episodes a week uh, for season one, and then when they right. got to season two, they started just airing one episode at a time uh, each Saturday night. But yet, the order that they're airing them in doesn't seem to be actually the correct order for season two either. And so the order that I found that's, you know, out there on the internet that seems to be the most correct uh, order of the episodes, I have, if I want to watch them in order, I have to wait till... Till it's over. T- well, I have to wait till at least January 17th to watch the next episode because <laughs> the episode that aired last night or this last weekend, the episode that airs next week are not the next episode that is, you know, like they aired like the first couple in the correct order, but not, but after that, they're like all over the place. And so, so yeah, I'm like, this is, it makes, 
It makes no sense because they're actually because at first you're not really you're just watching the episodes and you're like, oh, these are kind of fun one offs. And then you realize there's a character that something's happening along the way. But you're seeing it so out of order right? where where they, you know, literally one of those where they like meet after they've already started a relationship type of thing. Right. (laughs) It's just uh, I don't know. It just. One of those things I just needed to rant about it for, for, a, for a little bit, but totally in the case of something like uh, this on TNT where you've bought them and you're, you're probably going to air them. There's no, let's put the better episodes up front to try and get, you know, it's not, you haven't put, you know, you're not creating, it's not your own series that you're creating. You're just buying the, the rights to air it in this country uh, type of thing. So just play it in the, in the correct order. But it seems to be that everywhere it airs around the world, they play it in some different order. And it's like, I want to find the creator of the show. And go, what is the order that these are supposed to they play? Just handed, they just handed a pile of episodes over to the networks and said, eh, here you go. Air how you want. Yeah. Is uh yeah well it's like they put a it's like they they put them in and they just hit random and it just popped them into the into the into the, some order to play where it looks like it looks like at least for season two they did choose the first episode to be the first episode and the last episode to be the last episode so you're not watching you don't end up watching the season finale as as like the the, the second or the last episode, <laughs> likely serious finale if it's just being then, burned off. And then you're watching some random middle of the season episode as the last one of the season, and you're just like, and then again, the, this the recurring character throughout the episode like pops up at the end, and you're just like, well, that makes no sense. Like, why would they be? Why would they be there? All right, we'll move on to uh, <laughs> something a little a little more fun sort of went to all comedy uh, for uh, prime time. Uh, well, at least stuff that's supposed to be funny uh, <laughs> this, uh, for, for prime time this week. Uh, first up, uh, Binged, uh, season one, episode 11, Campaign Contributions, and episode 12, uh, Brief Encounters, which was the uh, season finale. Uh, I'm not sure if it's uh, good or bad news for Binged if, that they decided to double up on episodes in the last couple weeks. Yeah, we haven't gotten news yet, have we? Well, it took them forever to give news on playing house. So yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't expect any news anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, was, uh, you know, yeah, may find out sometime next year. <laughs> like when it when or if they yeah, they seem to take a long time whether whether or not they take a long time making the decisions, they take a really long time of actually announcing what their decision is. Although I thought for Sirens, they did that rather quickly. That was like, I thought they announced that like a couple of weeks after it finished, that that was coming back. Yeah, that well, that's the thing is like they, they did that one relatively quick, but then something else that played around the same time, they just they like wouldn't months. say. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like they just wouldn't say what was, uh, was going to happen. And, uh, you know, they finally, you know, worked out a deal for, uh, for that to come back. But uh, Benched, Jenny, what did you think of Benched? 
Uh, well, first of all, I'm glad they didn't put and keep Nina and Phil together. I mean, if we don't get a season two, that'll really suck. But the normally, and Kyle is going to laugh at this, but normally I am all for, you know, get the couple together. That's what I want. But that chemistry of the will they, won't they is really fun in Benched. And I think that, uh, we, you know, we got to see a little bit of that, um, of them together. And, th- and they were really cute. But I think if they got them together now, it would be maybe a little boring. And so, you know, I was glad to see that they didn't actually put them together. But I was so mad that she seemed to forget why she and Trent broke up in the first place. He was such a douche. Uh, I, sorry if I can't say that, but, you know, <laughs> but, but it, and maybe he's changed a little bit, but that doesn't negate the reasons why they broke up before. And she just seemed to all of a sudden forget that. Yeah, well, that wasn't necessarily, you know, you know, that she finally came to her senses uh, was was good. Uh, Yeah. The uh, that she completely fell into it as as something potentially serious more than just, uh, you know, she's lonely and he's free again. (laughs) Right. uh, Type of thing Uh, that that was a little, you know, I don't know that totally made sense. Uh, And. And I kind of agree with the, you know, since it's only 12 episodes, it's kind of early to get, uh, you know, the leads together. But I was kind of disappointed in they came like too close. And the reason for them not being together seems too bogus. You know, it's 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 one of those where you're just like. If she would just spit out the reason. Uh, yeah. Like if she'd just yeah. say it yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Don't let him just, uh, you know, say, you know, say what he said and and walk off. If you just right. spit out the thing, he's yeah. going to hear the reason. And and you, you would think that he might, uh, you know, he might actually be like, OK, with it when he finds out that, you know, she sort of lost her head there for a bit and then realized that she's a different person and she she wants to you know go a different direction that. She came close to falling into, you know, how things, you know, the easy route. Used to be, right. And, uh, you know, and you're just like, and that that's the type of thing that bothers me in a series where it's it's a roadblock for roadblock's sake. Right. Where you're just like, you don't keep saying, Phil, please listen to me, and then not saying anything. Right. <laughs> just like, spit it out. Just say although, although I didn't, I did like that they didn't leave them on like hating terms. Like I hate when shows do that. Like they seem to be on pretty good terms by the time it ended. Like they're still friends. Maybe there's a chance. Maybe there's not. But it's not like she did something so horrible that now he can't forgive her, and we're gonna have this like thing between them if this comes back well, no, for the yeah, next. Yeah, no. Like no. I would have preferred they just got them together. Like, uh, like we're swapping roles here, Jenny. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I would have preferred they just got them together because I thought they were fine. Like, there's not really. There doesn't seem to be this whole like, will they, won't they? Like, she seems like they seemed almost like pals. Like, not really much is going on to like these last couple episodes. Well, but, I think there's been an attraction there the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but she was still so hung up on Trent. That, 
you know, and, and, and also on the fact that she was where she was now and not where she had been, you know? And so once she got, I think once she realized that she was actually doing okay and doing a good job in the public defender's office and hadn't hit necessarily hit rock bottom, I guess. I think then the attraction was able to, um, make itself known more. Does that make sense? Yeah. But yeah. Also on the, on the 11th episode, I love that they brought in, Albert Tsai is a guest star. That kid is oh, absolutely he is. Like, <laughs> oh, he's, he is he's Everybody, we're just amazing. Like that kid needs to needs his own show. Oh, he does. They can, they can put him on fresh off the boat. Like just find a way to work him into that show. <laughs> I might actually watch it then. But like that kid, like I forgot how much I missed him on. Uh, I can't even think of the name of the show. Yeah, trophy life. Like he was just hilarious on that, and like this, like I, he just had me laughing the whole time with every yep. zing he he did to every lawyer and and everything. It was just so much fun. Yeah, that 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 was pretty good with the you know, the, the the big brother uh, thing and like what he thought a big brother like should be. You know, like, <laughs> then, but yeah, that that was fun. Uh, I think they did. I think they did. You know, okay with the with the first season. You know, bringing some of the side characters along a little bit. But uh, overall, would you, uh, Jenny? Would you like to see a second season? Oh, I would. I would. I really. I Eliza Coop is. I. I, yeah, I actually I know. I liked just... her more in this one than I liked her in Happy Endings. Yeah, she's so... she's eminently watchable. Oh uh, yeah, and she's she's got great timing. Uh, you know. Both the, you know, physical comedy and the ability to, you know, deliver a line. She single-handedly saved that last season of Scrubs. That <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is going way back. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a lead into the next show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Speaking of yes, of Scrubs, or at least the people behind Scrubs. But yeah, I'd like to see. Uh, uh, more benched uh, as well. I think uh, that'd be one I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see. I'd like to see. I mean, it's the thing is, is that USA seems to be going away from, you know, the comedy. They're you know they're lessening their their half hour type stuff. So who knows if it'll if it'll get be- picked back up? But I'd like to see actual hour long comedy blocks, like while Ground Floor has already started. Uh, starting this week, it's going to team up with Cougar Town, so you'll get an mm-hmm. hour comedy block on TBS, which to me makes more sense than than just a thirty-minute comedy stuck here and there. Yeah, than a thirty-minute comedy, you know, from like ten to ten thirty, or from ten thirty, or, or from ten thirty to eleven. You know, as a as a as a lead into uh, uh, you know to Conan, mm-hmm. uh, they. I don't know. For whatever reason, they tend to put their comedy on at ten thirty and then run a Big Bang Theory rerun after, yeah, uh, because it does better <laughs> ratings wise. <laughs> but I like the idea of an actual, you know, hour long comedy block. Like if you've got, I kind of get the idea of you know trying to uh, you know of spreading things throughout the year so that you know you have things all the time or whatever. But I would much rather there be. 
a whole hour of something. Uh, and to me, it kind of makes sense if you're actually trying to build uh, that type of thing, that try and build at least a night or something like that, that you can, like expect to have an hour of new comedies running into Conan right? Uh, type of thing. Uh, seems to make uh, more sense to me. Yeah, because if someone's going to watch something at 10 o'clock, they're like, oh, I can watch this hour-long thing and fill the hour, or I can just watch this little half-hour thing, and then I got to wait like a half-hour to watch <laughs> or, that. So or sit through a Big Bang area episode that I've already seen or something. or Yeah. Or, yeah, or it, yeah, to me, it just never made sense for the idea of, uh, I mean, I guess or you're trying to get the most people before Conan to lead into Conan or whatever, but you have you pretty much have what you're going to have watching that. So you just, you know, just, uh, if all of a sudden one night you have two new comedies and, and the second one is not doing quite as well as a big bang rerun. And it somehow is killing the ratings of Conan, uh, you know, then maybe go back. But I, I really like the idea of, uh, of, of going forward with the, you know, the double comedy and, you know, ground floor Cougar town final season should be, that should be a pretty good hour. Uh, yeah. You know, so, but uh, what are you thinking, uh, Kyle? Of uh, you haven't watched? Did you watch? Did you, I, 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 watch? I, I, I'd only watched the pilot, and then I I watched this episode, and I was <laughs> quickly reminded of why I I quit after the pilot. <laughs> like I just did not enjoy this show. Wasn't this? Wasn't that? This was the episode that had the guy from. Uh, from Undateable. Yeah, from Undateable. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was him as soon as I heard the singing from, like, the opening <laughs> <laughs> opening minute. Like, the only, like, first of all, uh, I forget what his name is in this, but the Dr. Cox guy, like, his gravelly voice. Like, uh-huh. my throat was hurting just listening to him talk. Like, it just sounded, like, the whole show just felt more like a play than like an actual like comedy and i know you like you you like to bring this up like when you hear the laugh track all the time and you're not laughing you you know something's wrong with the show that's a that's a that's a surefire guide to tell you that this comedy is not for you yeah the, the only the only thing that i uh the only thing that i really enjoyed about the episode was the uh, Asian guy who kept on getting he was wondering why no one was picking him for a job and why he wasn't getting the offer. Yeah, why he never got the got the call. I do have to say that this was not the episode to watch if you haven't watched since the pilot to get you to watch anymore. There have been much better episodes, much funnier episodes and I I liked it, um, but you've missed a lot of of Doctor Cox's his character is Mansfield, and I think there have been a lot of episodes where his character, especially, has been a lot more fun to watch. So what I didn't understand is how are these how is this guy still in the ground floor and cleaning toilets and not working in the executive area like after 14 episodes (laughs) well that's the thing is is he 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 was working there and he decided to in the season finale he decided to instead of go with his boss to was it china or something like that to open up a new office he decided to go to paris with his girlfriend for a month and uh, then when he got back his job was gone 
So, but he was trying to get back in good, and so he decided to get a job uh, working in the building to try and stay in front of Mansfield and get his old job back. And this was the this was the episode. You know, we're four episodes in, so he's only been working uh, back down. You know, he's only been working on the ground floor uh, for a that was. It's actually been kind of funny because the first couple episodes have him like. You know, his total personality, he, like, completely, like, revamps the, the ground floor operation, like, how things work, yep. uh, where things are, and uh, and uh, and stuff. And so that's, that's the thing is he's not still working there. He's just barely been working there and finally, in this episode, decided to take the job offer with the other guy since uh, it looked like he was – he was finally had no shot of uh, – yeah, but the trust just, back with Mansfield, yeah, and so yeah, but just when Mansfield was yeah. ready to <laughs> yeah. to take him back, so to speak. So, see, yeah, for some like reason, I, I said it it wasn't the episode to watch if you were just coming on and wanting to see if you could like it. Yeah, because it was dealing with a lot of uh, ongoing story stuff. Yep. For some reason, I thought the him working the ground floor that w- and the girlfriend thing was way back on the pilot. So that, I didn't realize that was only this season. Yep. Yeah, just she, just she worked down there. So yeah, he's uh, he's he's sort of gone 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 backwards because he. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, an emotional poor, decision, a poor decision business wise. You know? Right. <laughs> Not necessarily a bad decision to go with her to Paris. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, Jason, I have a question about the episode. I, I know Lindsay, the, the new girl, is insecure, but who in their right mind could watch Harvard doing everything he did and think he was out of their league? <laughs> I don't know. It just shows how damaged she is. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> And why why isn't the blonde that's on the ground floor up on the executive level? There's no way she would be relegated to that ground floor. Because she Well, it's more of a she's never tried to do anything else. Yeah. Uh, she's never tried to move out of sort of managing the the ground floor or whatever. It's sort of more more choice probably than uh, Yeah. She's never she's never done the schooling and Yeah. you know. But yeah, I I don't know. I I like the show. I think it's uh, uh I think it's kind of fun. I think it's sort of uh, uh interesting in this weird sort of uh I don't know, with it and undateable, the sort of weird like it has this musical background to it like <laughs> the stars of the show are also like really good singers, so right. they have to they have to put a little singing into every episode at some point. Uh, you know, it they they've toned that down a lot though, haven't they? I mean, we don't see Brody singing every episode anymore. Yeah, this was, they well they left the singing to the <laughs> to the undateable yeah, guy this time. <laughs> yeah, to Brent except Moore. for the uh, except for his little he's getting sushi tonight after the guy gives him a hundred bucks. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, they've they've toned that down a, a little bit, but they you know. I'm sure that they'll end up at a karaoke bar again at some oh, point. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, they 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 like to. Uh, they've they've got some people that have some strength along with the comedy to 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 play with, and so uh, sometimes it it brings some uh, some extra fun uh, to the show. Uh, but uh, speaking of uh, musical comedies, <laughs> uh, we had the. Uh, 
the series premiere and the second episode of uh, Galavant uh, play uh, last night, as of this recording. Uh, season one, episode one, the pilot, and episode two, uh, Joust Friends. Uh, sadly, I think the uh, titles are funnier than the episodes. Oh, what? <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> <laughs> Them's jousting words. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so we'll start with you, Jenny. What do you think of, of Galvant? Well, I, I can see how it's not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, my husband thought there was a little too much singing for him, although he did laugh enough that he'll continue to watch it uh, since it's you know only four weeks. Um, but I really adored it. Um, he is seriously cute. And I have my fingers crossed that he and I mean, I wrote this down so I would get it right. He and Princess Isabella Maria Lucia Elisabetta of Valencia will actually get together. Oh, that's still um, happening. That's not even it's not even a question. That's, that's <laughs> but it's all going to go wrong when she reveals that she lied to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of my favorite parts of the show, I think, was the cook. He was hysterical in the pilot, um, especially. And, you know, uh, so I hope we get to see plenty more of him. Um, but, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I'm kind of sad that it's only four weeks. Yeah, I absolutely loved this show. It's I thought the pilot was perfection. Like, it's completely opposite of Jason, apparently. Apparently. I, I've watched this pilot three times now, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it every single time. Oh. Like, the cook is definitely my favorite, like, side character. Uh -huh. Like, it's just hilarious when he's talking about his family <laughs> and how four generations are all killed by him, but he's still there as the cook. Uh -huh. Like, I think the music is, is so much fun. Like, the lyrics and everything. Like, I don't think it's a family show oh, with no, these no there are yeah it's, it seems very questionable why they chose to do that like they're airing it like at eight o'clock but it's and they're advertising almost like a family show but the lyrics and stuff are certainly not for kids well i think i think they'll go over the heads of of most of the younger kids um my like i said my son is about to turn 17 and he'll definitely get all that so it might be slightly uncomfortable to watch occasionally with him. But um, I think that for younger kids, it'll go over their heads. Well, they even had yeah. some younger kids singing some of those lines. In, <laughs> yeah. In, in the but I mean, the joust, absolutely hilarious. Like, oh, yeah. Most, yeah. Most joust ever. Like, I absolutely <laughs> loved this show. Like, I don't the horses turned around. <laughs> It was paying me to watch my my Twitter feed last night. I was seeing how great this guy's over here. Like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Even my twin brother, he like turned against me. I'm like, <laughs> this is like, I I I I'm gonna be so upset once this is over. Like that it's only four weeks and eight episodes. But uh, that's that's what I said. Yep. But I just thought it was so much fun. I thought the the writing was witty, like the lyrics and everything. I mean, it comes from the people that that did the neighbors. So, yep. and, and we both like that one. Yeah, probably you won't like this either. But yep. I loved the neighbors, and I think this is even better. Like yeah. I, I just, I just really enjoyed this show. It is. It is seriously silly. It is really wacky, but it's just. It's not something you have to to worry about it's just something you can sit and enjoy you don't have to think about it at all so 
Plus, they had Sir John Hamm, who was like, perfect. Uh, the one thing <laughs> I really liked at the beginning was all the the uh, Gallivant-themed ads that they had, but that grew to be so annoying by the end. <laughs> I fast-forwarded through them all, but I did hear that, that yeah. But I thought that was really clever at first, and then we're back to back commercials singing to that theme. It got a little tiresome, but <laughs> I thought I, I mean it seems like they're they're really behind it. So I'm hopeful that maybe if it does well enough, we'll see another another uh, one of these like maybe next year during the the uh, Once Upon a Time break. I mean, this is what they should be doing. Like they'll also be doing it with Agent Carter, like. Not this try to have a whole full series like they did with Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Like, this is perfect to fill the gap uh, while Once Upon a Time is on its break. Although I wouldn't really call this a, a kid show like the other one. <laughs> right. Well, that was the well, original I'm... idea for Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, and then they thought it was... They got greedy. Too, yeah, they, yeah. they thought it was too potentially good, uh, so they decided to put it on the worst night. <laughs> in time t that they can put anything and it died a quick death. Yeah. But yeah, for me, I, I don't know. I see the thing is, is while I'm not necessarily big on musicals, I do like dumb comedy. I, the, 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 the style of comedy and things like this, I should, this should be right, right in my wheelhouse, but I didn't laugh at all. It's stuff just for whatever reason, I just felt things were it just stuff felt dumb instead of dumb funny. I, I could see where they were going with things. Uh, some of the lyrics were, uh, you know, kind of, I like the opening, you know, that sort of gets you into the, you know, with the whole big number. But like, uh, after that, just a, a lot of the stuff, I don't know, it just didn't work for me. Not that your know, mama jokes. <laughs> that, all of that stuff, I, that, that stuff should be right but for whatever reason, it just didn't connect with me. Uh, there were, and I'm I'm all for a good <laughs> your mama or you know that's what she said joke. <laughs> but but for whatever reason, there was just stuff that as it was going on, it didn't. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't making me laugh. Uh, I was, I don't know, I don't know why. Uh, it didn't. Uh, it didn't work for me, but it just didn't. Uh, I. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't feel that uh, joyfulness that you guys are both talking about. How you just enjoyed every second of it, and uh, I was. I was sort of just like, okay, I'll keep watching because <laughs> we're talking about it on the podcast tomorrow. So basically <laughs> my experience watching watching ground, ground floor, floor is what yes. you experience watching Galvan. <laughs> yeah, except that uh, you know after not watching a whole season it makes sense to not <laughs> we could watch any of uh, Galvan before you watch it. <laughs> you know there's no they they give you all the backstory in that opening number. <laughs> they, <laughs> they really do. <laughs> for uh, uh for for this going forward so uh, yeah, I don't know. I I really don't. For somebody who's you know like I can sit and watch episodes of like Police Squad, like there's only six of them, but I can watch them over and over and over again. I mean, Naked Gun type comedy—that's like the height of dumb 
you know, just like dumb joke comedy, but yet done in a really clever way. And this looks to have that, but for some reason just didn't work for me. Huh. Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't know either. I was looking, I was kind of looking forward to it from the commercials and, and stuff. I was like, this should be, you know, this might be fun. I don't know. It just didn't suck me in to, to, you know, to that level of enjoy. I mean, I may still, you know, watch the next, uh, you know, the next three weeks because it's only six more episodes and, you know, three more hours to see. But, uh, so, you know, it's not a huge, it's not a huge commitment. But yeah, not super psyched to be like, oh, I can't wait till the next episode of this airs type of thing. Where it sounds like both of you are in that, uh, yeah. I can't wait. I, I was yeah. tempted. I was tempted to watch all six of the screener episodes. But I didn't <laughs> want to accidentally of... spoil something if I Me saw too. an episode. So I well, held I, up. I have to wait to watch with my family. So you know, I'm I'm kind of mm, I want to go watch, but <laughs> I won't. <laughs> all right. Well, a show that I am loving is Me too. The Librarians, yep. uh, season one, episode six, and the Fables of Doom, which played. Which was in like a perfect time slot if you weren't into musicals, uh, but you were missing Once Upon a Time. <laughs> this was a perfect <laughs> yeah. episode to like tune into the, the librarians, since uh, we had, uh, uh, in this case, we had uh, what uh, different fables and stuff like that uh, coming uh, uh, coming to life in this uh, small town uh, in uh, Washington State uh, as they. Uh, Clearly stated. <laughs> yes, they, they wanted to make sure that you that you knew that uh, whatever part of outside of Portland they were using was uh, to be Washington. Uh, yeah. So, what did uh, what do you think of uh, the the librarians, Kyle, and uh, this episode in particular? I actually really enjoyed this. Ep- I, I've been enjoying the show anyway, but I really enjoyed this episode. What I what I liked was how subtly they kept on changing, like the clothes and the hair and stuff. So like, all of a sudden, like you just notice, wait a second, they're wearing like these different costumes. All her, her hair is suddenly growing. Like she suddenly has like the shoe, the the high heels. You're like, why am I wearing high heels? Like like I liked how they just ca- like slowly uh, built this stuff up. Like some of the stuff was just look ridiculous like the wolf like when they see that giant wolf like like it didn't even look real it looked like a stuffed wolf but i mean i think that added to the fun of it like yeah but like and also you're trying to figure out like which characters they were like you could tell like they were all like um starting to fall for is it cassandra like you could tell that they were starting to i'm like what character is she and then finally they they revealed later that she was cinderella but i mean you could figure out things like you knew that guy was the emperor with no clothes uh, and you could figure out some of these things as they were going along. Um, oh, I also, no, Cassandra was Prince Charming. Yeah, she was Prince Charming. And then the princess, uh, or Cinderella slash uh, the one from Tangled, uh, I can't yeah. remember. Like, she was becoming all those. But um, And I thought, like, the, uh, the guy there that had the cop was a great guest star. Like, I think he was, like... The perfect like bumpkin uh, police officer. He did a really good job. Yeah, but yeah, but then he's, he's turning into the big bad wolf. <laughs> yeah, I like when he first like the first time he sniffs him, and you're just like, that was weird. And then you're like, oh wait, he's turning into something too. Right. Uh, but doesn't uh, uh, doesn't quite realize it. Uh, I like in the last couple of episodes uh, that while 
the uh, thief character is not my favorite of the librarians. Uh, I kind of like that, like, uh, his personality, like, it turns out that is the one that everything works out for in the, in these, in these uh, fairy tales, or like in the previous episode, he doesn't turn evil when he's holding the apple because he's already the worst version of himself. (laughs) Stuff like that, I think is, is funny. But see, to me, and this harkens back to what we talked about earlier about out of order episodes. To me, this felt a little bit like it should have been a couple of episodes ago because Jake and Cassandra have had a better relationship, you know, a better working relationship the last couple of episodes where he really helps her focus, um, you know, and there hasn't been any tension about whether he trusted her or not yet. Uh, But this week, it seemed to be nothing but tension and him not trusting her. Uh, So I felt almost like, well, in Ezekiel, too, the, the thief, I felt like he was more of a casual jerk than he's been the last episode or two. So I felt like almost the characters took a step back in their character development. Yeah, it did seem to sort of come out of nowhere. That being said, I I loved the episode too. I I part of the I think my favorite part was when um Jake cut open the wolf and pulled out all of a sudden there's this woman standing there. Uh so I I don't know. I like I said I liked it, but it was odd. Yeah, there were there were a couple elements of like that where it kind of felt maybe a little bit out of order, but it also but some of the overall storyline didn't like it it did sort of feel like they were far enough along you know in 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 what they were doing uh like uh you know when he says at the beginning you can't just keep you know showing your your uh what is it uh you know her id from you know her previous job mm-hmm. uh, you know it's not gonna it's not gonna always work you know that that felt like something that that it's far enough in that uh you know since she's done that previously in the last few episodes it would have been weird to you know make that comment right. in episode three or something right uh, and then but then to have still like done it a bunch of times after that uh so there there were some things like that uh, but yeah then the trust you know her you know the you know trying to build the trust back type of thing where there was a you know the you know the the last episode you know when you know the the librarian was back and you can see you know he sees them working you know as a team a little bit mm-hmm. uh, this did seem to yeah it didn't seem quite uh to progress that story it kind of that sort of thing did sort of seem you know behind cuz they were you know he was helping her out more and right. they seemed like they weren't you know, like helping each other out as much. Yeah, so, yeah. That's I'm what not I was sure if about. it's like. Uh, it'd be interesting to find out if there's a way to find out, like if they actually did, uh, you know, uh, move some things. You know, move this one out a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, <laughs> to play it on the night <laughs> when there's, it it sort of was like the perfect fit to 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 replace uh, Once Upon a Time for a night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there were a little, there were some little things like that in the episode that did feel like there were things that felt both like these are taking place afterwards, but 
also some things that felt like they were taking place before. So it made you question it a little bit right. of whether it it, uh, it was or not. But none of that took away from, it sounds like, from from either of our enjoyments of it no i i also i also appreciated the uh swamp gas <laughs> thing, excuse because they use that all the time on haven <laughs> like oh there's a gas leak and that's yeah. you guys all uh hallucinated this stuff yeah, like, the, the most gas leaks of any town ever <laughs> in haven uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah they they did have uh they definitely did have some fun with the, uh, with that. I liked, uh, I liked where you know she she's like, why does my shoe keep falling off? I don't, you know, like, I don't <laughs> yeah. understand. Uh, and I, oh, the, and the sudden cut when he's like, and you have a bird on your arm. I do. <laughs> like, he's out of nowhere. Like. <laughs> Yeah. He's just standing there with like all of a sudden he's got an axe and he's got the he's got the like the falconer type of thing on his glove uh-huh. on his glove on and an owl lands on his arm and they're just like what what is what is going on? But also how subtly like uh like Cassandra all of a sudden she's like uh her clothes like turn into like uh it totally looks like she's wearing you know like a Prince Charming type of type of outfit uh but yeah everybody sort of just sort of it was like a slow transition uh over and where they were the only ones that uh that seemed to be able to notice somewhat the changes like when when she when she was making sort of like googly eyes at cassandra and then he's like yo we're about to fight here kind of thing and she's like oh sorry but then when she goes to fight she f- she can't <laughs> she can't fight because she's you know uh, she's a princess that doesn't know how to <laughs> doesn't know how to fight uh, or when at the end when the, the kid takes over the storytelling and and turns him into a robot and he's like yeah, all right I can work with I can this. deal with this yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a, you know there was a lot of fun that's the thing about the shows they have a lot of fun within uh, mm-hmm. what the, what they're doing. Uh, and, uh, I, I do look forward to each, uh, new episode of that, of, of the librarians. I still haven't figured out Jenkins though. Just when I start to think, okay, I kind of like him. Then he kind of acts like a jerk. Like this episode, <laughs> he just, whatever. And then just left them to their own devices. I mean, it was, you know, meh, I don't know. Well, he did actually uh, show up. At the, at know, the, at the hospital. hospital, he was like, "This is, a, you know, something that we thought was lost. Uh, it turns out this is uh, actually a little more important uh, than I originally <laughs> uh, led <laughs> on to." But I did sort of like the all the uh, all the different things that they were like. Well, because of this, we can cross these off, and because right. of this, we can cross these off, and that's been lost, and it can't be this. And then it was like, uh, and then the, you know, they thought it was. Uh, the the nursery rhyme thing or whatever or what I can't remember what the what the, what the thing yeah the father father goose the mother goose yeah uh, contract or <laughs> treaty mother goose yeah treaty it, was, it, was, it was the father goose treaty yeah. father yeah, goose treaty that it was uh, yeah there was something like that and uh, so they were 
You know, it's like it didn't like how uh, the, 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 these things have gotten you know rewritten. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that they had some. Uh, you know, they do have a lot of fun with whatever you know thing they decide to uh, uh, to do uh, each week. And uh, mm-hmm. I definitely, like I said, I look forward to uh, more of the librarians. And uh, we'll move on to uh, lastly. Uh, one of my favorite comedies on TV right now, which is uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, Season 2, Episode 12, uh, Beach House. And uh, I don't know, another, I don't know, I really enjoyed the episode, The uh, all the different things they had uh, going on. You know, Jake feeling bad for the captain and inviting him to their, <laughs> to their you know, their usual, like their once a year escape. Uh, but just all the all the things like that they would try and do for fun and the captain would have, you know, like when they're, they're making fun of the guy that, <laughs> that has the butt face and he's like, well, I really like that guy. He's a darn good cop, you know, type of thing. And then, <laughs> then they're on the walk and he's like, ah, oh, yes, another 20 minutes. So an 80 minute walk in the freezing cold. That's a great idea. Uh, when they're sitting in the the hot tub the hot and he's tub. like, I can't hear anything. I need to <laughs> turn the bubbles <laughs> off. And so they're just like sitting in. <laughs> who, who wants to just sit in a? They were taking a bath together, yeah. basically. <laughs> just a, uh, you know, the whole thing with a uh, boil helping. Uh, uh, why am I blanking? A uh, Rosa. Yeah, Rosa with the text messaging. Yeah, kind of a modern day Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah, and uh, uh, and then you know, uh, drunk Amy. <laughs> she wanted to see what six drinks would do. Oh, uh, poor her, six drink Amy. And her going through the different stages. And he's like, oh, man, six drink Amy is sad. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> uh, but, you know, and then, uh, what is it, Scully and uh, and the other one trying to... <laughs> trying to sell the captain on their uh this this great idea of the sunken uh-huh. casino and then uh, the the best part was probably uh vacation terry <laughs> just, <laughs> just like i like i like gina how attached is vacation terry to his wife very attached yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite parts, and I wish we'd gotten an extended cut, and maybe maybe they'll do more for the DVD or whatever, but is the end of the episode yes, the, the was... real Ray or fake Ray? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I could have gone with a, you know, a, a few more of those. That would have been... Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'd also, I also enjoyed just, like, the stupid things Boyle says, like, when he's, like, all excited because he has the beach house for the winter when they split it up. And he's trying to explain how awesome that is, like, a winter beach house. Well, and I like when he, when he saw uh, Rosa with her new boyfriend at the station. And, and he's like, yeah, with your boo and everything. And, <laughs> and just, like, the, the, the awkward stuff that... Uh, that Jake comes up with, like, we're going to have separate but equal parties. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Uh, forget I said that. Let me rephrase that. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, or the, the whole idea that he brought him along to be inclusive and then decides to hold two different parties. <laughs> and then they, but then they can't keep it straight. 
but when they were up there and he's talking about how great this record this recorder artist is <laughs> and they're listening to the music. Oh my gosh, that was Andre Brower is so good. He's so amazing at, at keeping it straight while he's being completely ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. I don't know how the others him. just don't crack up like no. when he's doing this stuff. <laughs> well, and I, I have loved him since, well, it feels like forever. We we watched him in Homicide, and, you know, we've just loved him ever since. And he is the perfect straight man He was just this. in Homicide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a... Uh, well, it's a, <laughs> I, but even just like the opening of of Jake trying to prove that <laughs> Captain's sitting <laughs> in his underwear behind underwear, his desk, yes. <laughs> and then it ends up they're both sitting behind his desk, and, and they're like just two people with pants on sitting behind a desk. Nothing, just no story here. <laughs> just every I don't know everything that goes on in the in the series. They just, it's just a, uh, I don't know that they've really developed the characters well and all the different relationships and how they play off of each other. Uh, it's just <laughs> well, and each of I think each of the characters is is growing. Each of the characters we're seeing, you know, their personalities almost every week. Um, you know, and and which is nice. It's not just focused on. Like I, I think right at the beginning, it was much more Jake centric, which isn't a bad thing because I love Jake. But I also like seeing, you know, we got a lot of Rosa and Charles the set, um, you know, interacting together, um, and and things like that. I, uh, um, Amy and um, Gina, you know, just the characters like that, where it's we're seeing storylines with others. As well as with Jake. Yeah, it's not. It's much more of an ensemble, like like Parks and Recreation. It's not just the Leslie Nope show. This is not just the Jake Peralta show. You get right. a lot of other stories with everyone else going on too. That right. it adds to the whole. You get the full feeling of that whole environment, not just the one perspective of Jake. Right. Yeah, and they've done. Uh, you know, they've done more. Uh, you, you you still have. You know, like the, you know, the Scully and the other, why can I never think of the other? <laughs> They're more of the, you know, the, just the background. They're the Jerry. Character. Yeah. They get to, Or uh, Larry or yeah. whatever his name is. But, uh, you know, it's sort of like the office is that they've, de- they've developed the, uh, you know, they've developed the other characters into more, uh, you know, where there's, it's more than just a, a line here or there, you know, where you're actually getting you know, complete, you know, B or C storylines with, uh, you know, with the other characters as opposed to just like a line here, they're commenting on, you know, what the main cast is doing or whatever. And I think it did look like it was, you know, especially that pilot, uh, that it looked like it was going to be, uh, you know, revolve more around, uh, uh, you know, the Jake character. But I think they quickly realized that what they had in the cast. Yeah. Uh, and it, it became an ensemble quite quickly. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just been, <laughs> I think it's just been on fire since really, really close to the beginning of the, Oh yeah. Of the show. And, uh, I, I look forward to, uh, I look forward to it e- each week and, uh, you know, it's one of the, 
It's one of the first things I, a lot of times I end up watching on, uh, on Sunday nights, you know, yep. once uh, stuff starts recording and stuff. And I'm still not used to it being on Sunday nights. <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> well, it's still weird. I think of it as the, the animation world. night for Fox. Not it really, real it show. really is strange to put it there. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, well, they had Mulaney, but yeah. <laughs> that didn't well, quite they, work. The, uh, well, yeah, the, I don't think uh, the you know, like the Brooklyn Nine Nine Mulaney uh, New Girl Mindy Project, uh, you know, Tuesday night was going to be uh, was was going to work. I think uh, it feels a little odd having it, you know, like the Simpsons Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, but I think it's given it, I don't know, a, a little bit better of a shot uh, than being on on Tuesdays where, you know. You it's know, so, where, so busy where, Tuesday nights. Where New Girl and Mindy Project are just dying in the ratings pretty much uh, yeah. from where, uh, especially New Girl, from where it used to be. Uh, so, but yeah, they, they, tried to, they tried to expand it out into go with the, you know, the hour-long Tuesday night comedy block or the two hour uh, comedy block, but it just never quite, uh, uh, never quite worked for Fox, but, uh, and, you know, they tried to put Mulaney on the night too, to, you know, so it wasn't, uh, all just, you know, so it wasn't just all of a sudden just this one and, uh, this one comedy, which it kind of feels like now, even though it's sort of Mulaney is burning off in the, uh, in that early slot, I guess, or, uh, who knows what they're doing with that? I don't even really pay yeah. attention to that one anymore. But so it does kind of feel weird where there's just this one live action comedy in the middle of, uh, you know, two hours of uh, animation of, of uh, you know, there's 90 minutes of animation around it. But then almost, you know, sort of humor wise, it doesn't it doesn't not fit in. No, you, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, with some of the stuff that's playing. So that's uh, it's not. It's not completely out of uh, out of the realm of what's uh, the t- the style of comedy that's happening that night. And right. back in the day, it was like three live action and The Simpsons on Sundays. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just a reversal this time. <laughs> oh, and it's it's Scully and Hitchcock. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> that, that, I had that's to go right. look it up. I always, I always keep forgetting uh, uh, their names, but I I like that when Jake came up with his rules. He was like, and we can't leave Scully and Hitchcock <laughs> together with Captain at any <laughs> at yep, any one at any time. Point. And yep. then all of a sudden they're playing quarters, and Jake realized, wait a second, wait, we've <laughs> wait, why is everybody here? Where does oh we we messed up? Uh, but yeah, good stuff uh, there. Uh, that'll do it. That'll do it for the primetime segment and. Uh, We'll move on to the uh, TV recommendations. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't have anything to recommend uh, <laughs> at, at this point. Nothing, you know, nothing sprang to mind. Uh, I mean, there's, you know, there's there's some stuff coming, uh, you know, like uh, Justified and and the Americans that, uh, you know, there's still a little time to, uh, well, at least for the Americans, there's enough time that you can still catch up with uh, before the third season plays. Uh, but uh, Jenny, what a uh, what would you like to recommend? Well, I am going with two comedies. Both are new this season. Um, one I know Kyle watches and enjoys as much as I do. Uh, Christella on ABC. She is she's a, okay. In in she is a stand up comic who has now transitioned into um, you know network TV, and she is hysterical. 
She is one of the funniest characters I think on TV right now. Um, and, and I like that the show takes these stereotypes and, and really almost makes fun of themselves, um, with, um, Christella's mother, uh, being so, um, traditional, um, and, and they make fun of her a lot for that. Uh, but it, it really is, it's almost, it's a very heartwarming show, very funny. Um, and, and I think if you haven't given it a shot, that it's something you should, I think you can step into it even now and not feel like you're completely lost. Um, so that's, that's my first one. And then my second one is the McCarthy's on CBS. And I don't, I don't know if Kai, I don't think Kyle has watched this, um, but I know Megan um, has been watching it too. And it's also, it's also really heartwarming. And for a while, I think they were hitting the, you know, Ronnie's gay. Let's, you know, focus on that aspect of it. Um, but when they focus on the different relationships within the family, the brothers and then the, the, the sister and her relationship with, with the mom and all that, I think it's really, it's really just a fun show about a normal family. You know, I mean, they're, they're not rich. They're not, um, they're not, um, they're, how do I put this? I don't know how I put this politely. They're white. You know, they are, I mean, they're just this, this pure lower middle class family who doesn't have to deal with racial issues. Um, you know, they have to deal with a gay son. And that I think is very, um, oh, topical, I think. Um, you know, and, and it's, they do it in a way that's funny. Um, but it's very, again, it's very heartwarming. Um, so I really enjoy both of those. And I think that if, if you, you know, if, if somebody hasn't given them a shot, I think it's worth checking out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am really enjoying Christella. I, I'm shocked because I didn't like the pilot, but I, I am I'm really enjoying it. The McCarthy's I haven't actually watched since I saw the pilot last summer. So <laughs> it, it, it has gotten a lot better from the pilot. The, and the Boston that. accents always kill me. I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I hear them all the time around here. Yeah. So. You would know that better than I would. Yes. Yeah. Cause they're going for like the, you know, like that thick Southie <laughs> accent. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> well, at least you know, at least some of them are. It doesn't seem like the like the mother really is as much. I don't know. Uh, she she does sometimes. But yeah, I would agree on Christella. I really like that show. It's you know, it's sort of an old school, you know, sitcom. Uh and uh but I, I think she's really funny and, uh, you know, and a lot <laughs> and a lot less stiff on camera from the get go than Mulaney was <laughs> as, <laughs> as sort of the other stand up comedian to get a, a show this year. Right. Uh, 
and uh, you know, and and the show they built around it uh, uh, is is you know, it's got a lot of your you know your standard sitcom situations and stuff like that, but you know, a, sort of coming at it from a different angle with her you know with her perspective and stuff, and so I really like that one. Uh, I'm in the same boat as Kyle. I haven't watched past. Uh, there was nothing in the pilot that it was like, oh, I want to see. I, I even want to give this a chance to get better <laughs> for the McCarthy's. And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's about that on those. Uh, but uh, stay in the comedy vein. What's, uh, what's your uh, recommendation? Uh? Yeah. So for mine, I was trying to, I tried a whole bunch of British shows. I couldn't find any that I really wanted to recommend. So I was, I went back to my top 10 of the year. And one of those was uh review, which was a show on comedy central. Uh, it was only nine episodes. Uh, it starred Andrew, da- uh, Andy Daly as Forrest McNeil, who's like this television review guy. And he decides that he's going to review life experiences. So he has his viewers, uh, give him these life experiences and like there are things like do drugs like steal go through a divorce and like he's doing all these things like for the sake of the show and like there's two or three of these assignments he does every episode but what I really liked about the show is besides the hilarity of these tasks that he puts himself through is how throughout the whole season like they don't reset each episode like say he went through a divorce in this episode, now it builds on that in the next episode. So this stuff is, like, tearing away at his life, and he's just, like, falling apart throughout the entire season. And it has, like, a nice full arc to the season throughout the entire nine episodes. So it it just is a really fun show. Well, not what's going on with him, but <laughs> not for him, but it's fun to watch. <laughs> and it's just a really amusing show. And it's been picked up for a second season. I have no clue how they're going to do a second season because the first season is very much a complete story. So I'm interested to see what they, what they do uh, for the second season, but it's definitely, it's only nine episodes. It's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. It seemed to make a, Make a, a bunch of people's uh, top lists uh, for the uh, for the year, uh, or you know somewhere in, in up there towards the top. Uh, it's one that I didn't, uh, I I haven't seen, but it sounds you know it sounds interesting. It's also another one of those shows that you're you're never quite sure when Comedy Central announces it. You're that like once it comes out, you're like, oh wait, this is a scripted show. You're like you're you're not sure. And you're like, oh, yeah, review. You really tell. Is this just going to be like Andy Daly is, you know, is is reviewing things, you know, and it's supposed to be funny, you know, it's just like a different, you know, like a a comic take on a, you know, on a on doing reviews of different things, uh, but it's that and a scripted show, you know, it's like uh, so. There's a there's a few different things and some of these things that pop out on you know end up out on like Comedy Central or whatever that when you you first hear them you're like is it sort of another you know just a different spin on you know like a like their like nightly talk show, show type or, things yeah. or a sketch show or 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 what uh, and then all of a sudden you're like wait that's a that's an actual show show <laughs> you know and you're like oh okay. Well, that's how I was about Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. I see that listed on Bravo. I'm yeah. thinking, oh, here's a reality show. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it totally sounded like it was going to be like following a bunch of like divorced housewives. Real ex-housewives. But yeah, that's uh, that's one on, sort of on that uh, 
on the ever-growing list of things I'd like to catch up on or you know, watch <laughs> at some point. Uh, on the good news, it's you know, like you said, it's only nine episodes, and it's you know, so less than less than a half an hour each uh, type of thing. So it's not something that would be overly uh, long to catch up on. But uh, uh, but yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have links uh, in the show notes. Uh, at tvtimes3.com slash 256, where you can uh, find these, as well as where you can find Kyle and Jenny online. And uh, as, you know, some of those will be uh, uh, affiliate links. And once again, uh, I'd like to thank everybody that used uh, that used our affiliate link, uh, tvtimes3.com slash Amazon, to do any uh, holiday shopping or, or anything. You can use that at uh, any time, not just at the holidays. Uh, and uh, the little bit that we get uh, kickback helps uh, cover the cost of uh, of hosting this podcast. And uh, but uh, thanks again for uh, ended up being like uh, I don't know how many different people, but there was like about twenty four different things or something like that bought uh, on Amazon in December that uh, that somebody used uh, either clicked on a link on the websites or used the uh, slash uh, Amazon forwarder to uh to make their purchases which is uh like i said you can use those anytime it's much appreciated and uh next week uh amory will be back with me and our guest will be somebody <laughs> there will be there will be there will be a third person it's uh it's this this last couple weeks you know of the year it's it's both hard to think about scheduling people and hard to actually get a hold of people because you know people are sort of away some people you know go away from their email or their uh you know their computers they uh you know they're crazy they're busier with family obligations and whatnot and uh or you know you're not thinking or sometimes you're not working or you know what have you so uh, it's been uh it's always fun at the beginning of the year to to try and and uh and start to on the plus note i already have a couple people scheduled for february so you know <laughs> it's been the january that's been really difficult to uh to to get people to uh uh to uh to join us so far but uh there'll there'll be somebody uh with us to uh talk and we'll have uh you know a nice solid week of tv over this week uh, of uh, things returning and stuff like that to uh to talk about and uh, with that, the opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promenet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. And once again, thank you, Jenny and Kyle, for joining me on episode yeah. 256. Thanks yep, for having thanks me. For having us. Thanks for being had. <laughs> that was fun, guys. We sit glued to the TV set all night and every night. Why go into the outside world at all? Nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of...